Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 135 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and I hope you all had a great weekend. There have been a few DCL news stories recently that I want to catch you up on, including an update to online check-in times based on your Castaway Club level. So, be looking out for a separate news episode later this week. I'll fill you in on all the details. And you may have seen uh, you may have seen this on my my social media accounts, but I I need your help. Uh, I'm looking for memorable Disney Cruise cast members stories. Uh, I'm working on a project and I'm trying to gather as many stories as I can get. If you have one or more and would be willing to record them in a brief audio message, please send me a message. Or you can visit my social media pages where I'll share a link to the application that I'm using to gather these uh, these stories. It's called SpeakPipe, and it's it's super easy. You just go on there with your phone, record your message. I, I don't think you need to create an account or anything like that. It's really easy, and uh, and just send it, and then I'll I'll have I'll have your story. So if you have a story, please share it with me. I would greatly appreciate it. Now let's get to the show. I am really excited for today's show because we are going to be talking about two of my most favorite things, uh, my most favorite thing, Disney Cruise Line and then Walt Disney World. And joining me for this conversation is Serena from the Living by Disney podcast. <laughs> so official. And we'll talk, uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But thanks so much, uh, Serena, for coming on today. It's really good to talk to you again. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I know that does sound so official. I love the way that sounds. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, speaking of that, a lot has been going on with you since the last time we talked, a lot of changes for your business. So why don't you catch us up on sort of what you've been up to? Yeah. So we started a podcast, which has been a long-term goal of mine. And I'm such a huge fan of podcasts in general. I just, I love them. I just think they're such an amazing free resource that somehow still stays a little under the radar. I feel <laughs> sure, like, yeah. I don't know how, like, <laughs> but it, they're just so great. And I, I just love them. I love being able to listen while I'm doing other things. It just makes all those daily tasks that we have to do to, to live an adult make it makes them so much more enjoyable. And, uh, I've wanted to do a podcast about Disney world for a long time, especially the planning aspect, because there's a lot of things that just need a little more time to really get into and talk about in a, in a more casual way too. Like I, my biggest platforms are Instagram and TikTok, and 
there's always the pressure to just keep it short, keep it speedy. You know, people are like, stop the scroll, you know, and we're all like that, right? We have these scroll attention spans now and we're just scroll, scroll, scroll. (laughs) (laughs) And if it's more than 15 seconds, we're asking a whole lot of people, you (laughs) know? So it's so nice to be able to have a place where I can really just unpack this stuff and talk about topics that not only just are helpful from the planning aspect, but are just of interest to me in relation to just trip planning and vacationing in general. Like I just think family vacation is such an interesting topic. It's something that every family wants to do. We all want to travel more. Right. Like how do we do it? How do we make it work better for us? I just think it's a lot of fun to talk about. That's awesome. Well, it has already been a huge success. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. T- tons of iTunes reviews, which are are not easy to get, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I see a lot of feedback on on social media. So it's, it's, uh, it's off to a great start. So if you're listening to this show, make sure you go check out Serena's uh, Living by Disney podcast. It's a, it's a great show. So um, I, I think you already kind of mentioned this a little bit, but what it, like what's, what's the biggest thing that you hope listeners get out of your show? I hope that they just take some of the stress out of planning because as we're going to get into uh, today, <laughs> Disney World is not a simple trip to plan. It, there's Absolutely a lot not. of, and it just keeps getting more complicated and that becomes a source of stress for people. Yeah. And even before they have arrived, they're stressed out about it. Yes. And it's just, it's a shame to have that connected with something that's supposed to be relaxing and fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so my goal is to just try to take some of that stress off to do that in the ways of just telling you what you need to know that, that automatically relieves some of the stress, but also just to say, Hey, it's okay. Like if you don't get the lightning lane or the virtual queue that you wanted, it's all right. You're still at Disney world. You're still going to have an amazing time. Let's just all calm down and take a deep breath and know that it's, it's fine. It's not going to be something that you have to overly panic about. Gotcha. I, uh, I do Disney travel planning kind of on the side. And one of the things that I do with families who are traveling to Disney world is I'll, I'll spend half an hour with them going through genie plus. And mm-hmm. it's, it's always like a, um, a moment where it's, it's, you know, you, you first, you explain the lightning lanes and you're like, Oh, if you, you know, if that's not confusing enough, now there's the individual lightning lanes. And if that's not uh, bad enough, then there's also the virtual cues and how all that works and the timing yeah. of when you can do all that stuff. And, and the two hour, the two hour rule, and all, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's it, so complicated. It blows people's minds how, <laughs> how complicated they made this thing. So I, I get it. I the, the, the planning is, uh, is crazy. So, uh, it's, it is, we just did a, we just did a YouTube video. Cause that's the other thing we've been expanding with is YouTube. Uh, we just did a YouTube video on how to ride Tron and it's 15 minutes and that's just, <laughs> It's just one ride. But honestly, like when something's super new and super popular, you know, you're going to need some some strategy to be able to do it, especially if you want to do it for free and not pay the extra fees. So, yeah, it, it's I, I, this is just where we're at. Yeah. And if, as long as we're like, OK, just accept it, make peace with it. Try to be informed if you can. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And well, so I think that'll certainly be a, a useful resource for a lot of people. Um, so today, for today's show, we are going to be talking some Disney Cruise Line and some Walt Disney World. And, and this is 
it's actually a topic that I've been wanting to to cover for a little while now, and I, I figured that since you're the you know the Disney World expert, you'd be the perfect person to have this this conversation with. Um, and I think you would agree that a Disney cruise and a, a Disney World vacation are are two different experiences, right? Absolutely. And, and I've always said that for me personally, a, a Disney cruise is is my favorite way to vacation. I would prefer it over kind of an, an extended park visit. But I've I've never really dug into the reasons for that. And so I was hoping we could maybe unpack that a little bit today and, and kind of talk about, you know, what makes them different experiences, but also why each can be so magical on its own. Does that, does that sound okay? Yeah, that sounds great. I think that's a great topic because they are different experiences and they will appeal to the same people. I mean, essentially it's Disney fans, right? So exactly. you're, you're looking to get that, that Disney magic in your family vacation and both are going to give you that, but for they, sure. they're going to do it in very different ways. Yeah, for sure. So I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll start off with kind of a very broad question. What, what do you, what do you think is different about a Disney cruise that, that might make a family decide to do that instead of a Disney world vacation? Like what, what are, what are kind of some things in general that, that separate them? So I think there's a couple things. One is the fact that you don't have the amount of advanced planning. Yes. So if you, sometimes it's maybe just where we're at in life. If we're just in a super busy time in life, we just don't have the mental bandwidth to take on planning a trip. We want to just have a vacation where we sort of just show up. Yes. And that is a cruise. Like you're going to, you can literally just show up. I mean, there's a few things you can book ahead. They're very simple. It's usually just at one point prior to your cruise, go in, make your Polo, make your whatever. But it's the the planning is so easy and simple compared to Disney World, which will have multiple steps at different times prior to your trip. You're going to need to inform yourself of things. So I think that's probably the biggest distinction is that you don't have that thing, the pre-trip things that you're going to have to do. So if you're in a place where you just don't want to take that on or can't take that on, a cruise might be a great option for you over the parks. Definitely, definitely. The other big thing I would say is if you are one of those people that like to have a vacation with your vacation, <laughs> which is, I know, it's such know, a crazy thought, right? <laughs> like, do you want to relax? Yeah, Wait, yeah. That's so crazy. Um, no, if you, if you actually want to come back and feel like you had solid chunks of time where you actually <laughs> relaxed and sort of unplugged, that's a cruise. You're going to get that on a cruise much more so than Disney World. I think Disney World vacations are an absolute blast, but you're going to come home and feel like you need a vacation. For sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And that's a, that's one of the things that I kind of had on my list is, you know, when I go to Disney World, there are, there are times you know, there are specific things that I that I look forward to, you know, like happily ever after the fireworks show or there's a ride that I really want to do. And, um, you know, but throughout that day, there are also times where you're like, I, I can't stand in this line anymore or um, yeah. my kids are driving me crazy because they're, you know, they're, they're really hot and they, 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 they need to get out of the sun and we, or they're bored because, you know, we haven't been on a ride for a while. So there's, you know, within the day, there are these moments where you're like, oh, I just want to be back at the hotel or something like that. And I, I yes. feel like on a Disney cruise, you don't have those 
those types of experiences because it's like you said, it's a much more relaxing feel. There's, um, there's just, there's more downtime. And if you, you know, if you want to go and play trivia, there's that option, but you don't have to, you can, you know, Mm -hmm. just go sit by the pool or, or go to a lounge and get a drink. It's, it's very low key. Like you said, a lot less planning. So I think that, you know, is something big that, that sort of separates the two. Yeah. Our last two cruises, we didn't do any, uh, excursions, you know, we didn't, mm. we didn't want to like do a lot. We just wanted to kind of relax and it, you really have the option to make it as relaxed as you want, which of course you have that option at Disney world. It's just for most of us, if we're going to pay all that money to go to Disney world, especially if you're staying close to the parks, you're going to want to be there. I mean, you may have that, like we used to do like one day midweek where it would be like our resort day to do the pool and whatever. But in general, you're going to be in the parks, which means many, many miles of walking (laughs) physically, physically. It's just tiring. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're just going to be busier there. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, um, sort of the, the, repeatability is that a word i don't know mm-hmm. uh, of a disney cruise where you know disney world i feel like is constantly changing and, and you know this from you know from being in the space and there's always something new you know something new at a different park or they're bringing a show back or they're adding fireworks or a new ride open like new food mm-hmm. new festivals like all this stuff is happening all the time it's changing all the time whereas disney cruise doesn't really change that drastically over the course of you know over over the course of a year sure a, a cruise might go into a dry dock so it might have some new features but that's one specific ship that maybe that doesn't you know those cruises don't fit into your schedule so what are your what are your thoughts on kind of like the repeatability of a disney cruise versus a disney world vacation like going families going on multiple cruises and still finding things to do on the cruises, even though they may have done a similar cruise in the past. You, 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 you yeah. understand what I'm asking? Yeah, definitely. No, I think that that's true. I think that it depends on what you're looking for in your vacation. Sometimes it's nice to go back to familiar things when we have a, a nice trip that we've really enjoyed as a family. We really relaxed. If we wait and go in the next year, even if we repeat the same ship, even if we go do the same port, sometimes it's nice because it's familiar. We've already got the learning curve off of a new place. We know the ship. We know the layout. We're like, oh, yeah, remember this? We did this last time, and this was fun. The kids already know the kids' club, right. and they might even know some of the counselors. You know, So sometimes that can be nice, that familiarity with it. It just kind of depends on what you're you're interested in on a vacation. If you really like the new, you know, you like to feel like each vacation gives you new things to explore, then for sure parks is going to have more of that. And the parks are just so huge. I mean, four huge parks, all of Disney Springs, all of the resorts, the constant amount of new things that they're adding. And then you add into that the seasons that you visit. So if you visit during Christmas versus spring break, like you're going to have totally different things to do. So you could go, you could go 10 times on a Disney world vacation and every single one of those would feel a little bit different. So if that's kind of appealing to you, then that's definitely something that Disney world's going to offer. Definitely. And I, I like what you said before too, how you went on a cruise and didn't really plan anything. You didn't plan mm-hmm. port adventures. So you can have, you can almost have two different cruise experiences where you have one like that, where 
you just are you're just there to relax. You're not getting off mm-hmm. the ship much. You don't have anything planned in ports. Or you could do a cruise that is very port intensive. There's lots of you know different stops that the cruise makes. You can get off and do something um, uh, physical, walking around or whatever in those ports. Yeah. So you can have you can have those experiences on a Disney cruise, and and that's one way to sort of change it up from one cruise to the next is just you know have a have a different type of vacation. And I like yeah. how how Disney Cruise Line kind of offers that um, offers that for you, where you can have different experiences on each cruise that you go on. Definitely, yeah. I don't know what sort of um, triggers this f- these feelings for you, but when I'm at Disney World, one of the things like seeing Happily Ever After, and I'm so glad that it's back. Just yeah. like triggers these feelings inside of me that I can't really explain. And so, and that's one of the things about, or one of the reasons why people take a Disney vacation is that sort of Disney experience. So would you say, in your opinion, do you think a Disney cruise offers kind of that Disney experience comparable with, with what they might get at theme parks? And, and if, you know, maybe you've had any specific examples or experiences um, but just your thoughts on that. Does does Disney Cruise offer that, you know, the Disney magic, the Disney experience? I think that it does. I think it's just different. Yeah. And I also think that it depends on how you structure your cruise. So I think those things are there for you. If you want to go visit the characters, if you want to see the shows each night, which I would personally recommend, if you want to kind of immerse yourself in the more Disney elements of it, then you're going to get those magical moments. You're going to have your, those moments with your kids and the characters are just, you actually get far more character interaction on a cruise than you do in the parks. So that in that sense, you have a lot more of that Disney like magic with the characters on a cruise. But in terms of, those moments of entertainment, the thrills, the, you know, the adrenaline rushes, the, the amazing imagineering that you get on some of those attractions at Walt Disney world, you definitely get more of that at the park, but there are a lot of families where not every person in the family is a massive Disney fan. As shocking as that might be for, (laughs) for us as fans, you know, a lot of people, uh, I hear from them all the time, their partner, or they have an older child or whatever. They're just not that into it. And for those families, I think a cruise would be so perfect because for those that really want the Disney Disney, they can go do that. They can go visit all the characters. They can go to all the shows and do all the things. And for the ones that aren't, they can just vibe by the pool or, you know, go find a nice little fun lounge to hang out in or whatever. So you kind of get both of those there. Whereas if you take a non-Disney fan to Disney World, you know, they're just, there's not a lot for them. I mean, they're, they're going to just have to put up with it. Right. It's (laughs) just, that's what you're, you're there for. And there's not a lot of other options outside of that. So for families that have that dynamic, or maybe they've tried the parks and just like one family member just was not on board for doing it again, then maybe you can pitch a cruise to them. Definitely. I, I think, you know, that, that magic that you feel when you're on, your vacation, whether it's a, a cruise or a parks visit, is really one of those like immeasurable benefits about a Disney vacation, and and you know it's something that you that you, you can't explain, and, and I I do think it's different between the cruise and the parks, um, and you know 
you just you have these moments where these these feelings come over you. You can't like explain them. And I don't I don't know how Dizzy does it, but you don't <laughs> you don't get that anywhere else. And it's you know, it, it's not just for kids. It's as an adult, you know, I feel yeah. I feel it every time I visit and or I go on a cruise and I don't know if it's nostalgia or if it's the fact that I grew up on Disney and Disney movies or, if, you know, it's a sense of like being on vacation with family. I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's, mm-hmm. it's fun to be present in those moments and, and just kind of let that magic kind of consume you and kind of take over your experience. Definitely. Um, and for whatever reason, for me, I, I personally, I get that sense more on a Disney cruise than I do at Disney world. And, and I, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I feel like that Disney magic is still there between, yeah. you know, regardless of which, which experience, uh, which experience you're doing. Yeah. And it could be that you just are able to take it in more when you're on a cruise because you're not like going on to the next where I feel like the parks, you can intentionally slow yourself down and be more in the moment there, but it takes some practice. And I actually, it's one of those things where I feel like the more you visit, the more opportunity you get to do that because you, you don't have that like checklist mentality going into the parks. Right. it's, it's hard to do that when you're not there very often and you're trying to fit in so much into a short amount of time. Whereas the cruise line, I feel like you are able to slow down and actually just, you're just more present because you're not as frazzled all the time. Definitely. Definitely. And I, I think you might've just nailed it. Cause I was, I was thinking about my own experience, like in the parks and, and there are those times during a day where I'm just exhausted or, yeah. you know, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, this, this doesn't feel like Disney magic to me, but then, yeah. you know, there are things that, that bring that back. But I just, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think that is definitely, uh, definitely part of it. Another thing that I think is a huge benefit to cruise line, and I feel like I'm skewing this more towards cruise, but, <laughs> but, That's okay but, for there, me. <laughs> but another big one is that you actually can get a little bit of a break from your kids when you're on a Disney cruise line. And having those kids clubs is honestly, it's That's so, point, yeah. it's so worth it just to have a place that you can trust that your kids are going to be well cared for. You can feel hundred percent comfortable sending them and they're going to have a great time. I mean, they're going to have the time of their lives in there and you can actually go and have a nice dinner, quiet dinner, have that romantic, you know, sort of moment there, or just a little more R and R time, go enjoy some of the adult spaces, go to the spa. You're not going to have that at Disney world. And so you're going to be all together all the time, which isn't a bad thing, but it just, it's another element that you can have on a cruise where it can kind of make it feel a little more vacation-y yeah. being able to do that, have that break from, from everyone. Definitely. That's, that's a great point. One I hadn't, one I hadn't thought of, but you're abs- absolutely right. Uh, and I think that's a, a big benefit sort of going to put you on the spot a little bit here, but are there <laughs> some specific experiences that you can think of that you can have on a Disney cruise that you can't necessarily get in the parks? Um, Anything that, you know, obviously there are, are differences, but anything that comes to mind that's like, oh, that's definitely something that you should you should do while you're on your cruise that, you, you know, you can't do while you're at, at Disney World. A lot of the characters uh, you, you really can't find in the parks. Since post-COVID, they, they haven't put 
all of the characters back in place that they used to have. And most of them are back. The, the the main ones are back. You have your princesses and magic kingdom and you always have Mickey in each park. But in general, there's, there's a lot of characters that haven't returned. You, you might see them in the parade, but yeah. not in a, like a meet and greet sure. capacity. The cruise line, there are characters literally everywhere. I mean, all over the ship. And then they're always in like different outfits and they're got themed things. And pirate night is a whole thing. Yeah. So much fun. And you'll get to see like Captain Hook and Mr. Smee and like, like you can't meet those characters anywhere um, at Disney World. So I think in that sense, you're, you're going to get a lot more of that interaction with them. I feel like they spend more time with you there than they do at Disney world where it's kind of like hug and go. So definitely, I think that that's a big one. I also think that the themed dinners that they do is a, is a really nice sort of feel to have like the little bit of Disney with the fine dining. Like you, there's some great restaurants at Disney world for sure, but you are usually you're in more of a theme park mode. You're just, it's not, I don't feel like I enjoy them as much yeah. from a dining experience as I do when I'm on the cruise line for some reason. I really enjoy the and I really I, enjoy dinner every night. Same. And, and I feel like along with that is is you know their rotational dining where your servers go with you to each of the dining, you know, restaurants mm, and so you you yes. really have this this personal dining experience with these servers who kind of get to know you and 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 want to get to know you and and um and, and so I think that's a, a huge benefit to the the rotational dining or you know the rotational dining experience on the cruises. Yeah, um, that's a good point. And you're you're probably not going to have any cast members that you interact with that much on a consistent basis through your trip. But they are they are people that you're gonna interact with every single day. Even your cabin stewards and stuff like yes, I, I, the the crew on a Disney cruise line ship make it such an impact on your trip and you feel like a connection to them by the time you leave that is maybe a it gives you that nice warm fuzzy feeling that maybe you wouldn't have on a disney world trip for sure you know i always leave thinking like these are my friends now and yeah (laughs) knowing that they you have to then turn over you know a brand new um you know set of passengers and and they'll get to know them as well but they 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 really make that personal connection with you which i with which i think is awesome they really do and it feels very genuine it does you're right yep it's hard to explain that until you experience how nice that is yep yep Two other things that came to mind for me was just, you know, fireworks at sea. You mentioned Pirate Night, which just kind of goes mm-hmm. along with the fireworks. But I yeah. just think there's something about being out in the middle of the ocean with nothing around you, right? And then fireworks yeah. going off. Like, it's just a, it's just an experience where you're kind of in, in that moment. You're, you're like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Yes. And so I think that's a really, a, a really cool uh, difference between the two. I totally agree. I also think that the show's... On Disney Cruise Line. It, there's a couple of great shows at Disney World. You know, you have like Festival of the Lion King. There's there's a few that show. sort of like production level shows. But on a cruise line ship, pretty much every night you're going to get a Broadway level style production right. show that's going to be Disney themed. Most of them are guaranteed to make me cry at some point <laughs> during the show. 
because they're just they're Disney. It's very they're very sweet. They have great touching stories. They might be recreations of move, movies, classic movies, or they might be an original story that is just for cruise line. But I feel like every time I see one of those, it's just it's a great Disney magic moment yeah. and it adds a lot to the experience for sure. And, and the other thing that I like about the, or the, the other, another idea I like about cruising is the fact that you're, you're going somewhere. Right. So I, I like to, mm. we like to visit new places and, and really try to try to pick cruises that visit ports that we haven't been to before. Yeah. Obviously it doesn't always work for our schedule, but that's something that we really enjoy doing. And so I like that about a cruise that it kind of takes you somewhere and, you know, you get to go to different countries and experience different culture and, um, try the, try the local food. And, and like, that's a, that's a really cool uh, thing about Disney cruise that, that we really enjoy. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So a lot of people, We'll do kind of a a land and sea type vacation where they'll go to Disney World and then they'll go on the cruise, or they'll do it vice. You know, they'll do it the opposite way. Where they'll go on the cruise first and the Disney World. Yeah. If given the choice to do both, which order would you recommend doing the 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 vacations in? I would definitely do Disney World first and then Cruise Line because you will be exhausted by the time <laughs> right. you are done with your cruise. Like I said, when you do a Disney World vacation, you come home, you feel like you need a vacation. That would be the ideal time to then <laughs> sail away and actually and have, have your vacation. a little vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would. Uh, I would totally agree. And then given, you know, given a seven day vacation, right? Um, what do you think would be some of the benefits of doing a longer cruise, like a seven night cruise versus a shorter three, four night cruise? I don't like the shorter cruises. I, I think if you're going to do both, I, I can see the appeal of doing the cruise. And if, if so, I wouldn't do anything shorter than four nights. I've done the three and frankly, they're just there. It's annoying because you, you feel like you just got on the ship and you're leaving and you didn't get to do a lot of the things that you wanted to do. Cause you're just not going to have time to do it. And four nights is a little bit better for sure, but we just did a four night cruise with my whole family. We had three rooms of us in February on the wish. And some of the family had never done a cruise or had been really long time since they had. So I thought, let's do a four day just to make sure everyone's good with it. And the consensus across the board was that was wonderful. We want to do another one, but it needs to be at least a week. They did not feel that it was long wow, enough. Yeah. So even like my teens, like everybody. So I, I think that in general, longer is better just because, again, a, a big benefit to the cruise is the relaxation time. If you want that, you need a little more time to make sure that you're going to have that restorative effect of at the end of your vacation. For sure. And I think also if you're, if you're a newer cruiser um, – a, a four night cruise or a th- especially a three night cruise is not going to really give you the chance to kind of get to know the ship, get to know where you are. You're just by, by day four, you're just starting to kind of yeah get comfortable and get the feel of the ship and how things work and all that stuff. And I think a longer cruise really lets you, you know, focus on the things you really want to do, but also just give you some downtime where you're not, you know, you're not planning experiences all the time. So definitely, uh, I, I think that's a huge, a huge benefit to a seven night cruise. 
Um, so that was really kind of all what I wanted to talk about. I, I hope <laughs> I didn't really want to make you sort of like choose one or the other. Um, and so I, <laughs> that wasn't my intention. I hope you didn't feel like I was making you do that. No, but, uh, <laughs> not at all. They both have, they both have so much to offer. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really do cruise. I, I had cruised years and years ago, back when the magic and wonder first came out in, I'm trying to think, let's see. My son was three, so that would have been like 2002, maybe. Okay. So, like way back. Yeah. And then I didn't do another one until 2019. Oh, so, wow. cruising to me feels like a newer thing to me. But since then, since I did that one in 2019, I think I've done like five or six. I don't know. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. I just think that they are absolutely so superior. I, I, I love them. I obviously I love Disney world and it it's my favorite thing to go in the parks. That's my, always going to be my first love, but I just love the ability to have that vacation and also to feel like I'm visiting other places mm-hmm. because there's always just so many places in the world I want to see. Yep. And when we do that, it's like the best multitasking because you're getting your Disney cruise, but you're also getting to go explore new destinations out in the world. And the fact that they have so many great ports, you could do a European one and really like go in an adventurous cruise, but still have all of the benefits of the Disney cruise experience. So yeah, I just think, I do think that they have a lot to offer. I think that it can be something that it's not like either, or it's more like what fits you in this moment in your family. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Well, Serena, thank you so much for coming on again. Of this course. was was really fun. Congratulations on all your success. It's thank it's you. really cool to see what you've done and and the brand that you've been able to build between the books and the social media following and, <laughs> and the newsletter and now YouTube and a podcast. I'm, you know, I'm sure you've worked really hard to to get here, and I hope to to someday have a, a Disney Cruise brand as successful as yours. So, oh, uh, thank you so much. So yeah, thanks thanks for your time and. Uh, on my show and uh, and you're welcome back anytime of course and i'm excited to have you on mine too I'm so this is gonna be fun to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks serena bye-bye as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on twitter at the dcl dude or by liking us on facebook at facebook.com slash dcl dude podcast Please feel free to ask a question leave a comment drop a note or share the podcast with your followers I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a review. Of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.